Here we go. All right, and we are live. We are back again. The barely alive. The computer <laughs> seems to be working. <laughs> welcome, welcome to the Tom and Tim show. Coming to you from Bernal Heights, the lovely Bernal Heights. Um, so uh, recently, someone passed that I, I I think may get forgotten and um, but was very pivotal in. Uh, San Francisco politics. His name is David Scott. Now, David Scott was a very genial guy um, and uh, actually was in real estate, but he had some very, very progressive ideas. And uh, why did he become important? Well, um, initially, we had uh, the terrible, terrible double murders here in San Francisco. And uh, especially, uh, you know, for the gay community, uh, not to neglect... uh, uh, George Moscone at all, but of course uh, the loss of Harvey Milk, and uh, you know I think that ra- helped radicalize quite a few people, um, you know who maybe were maybe sitting on the fence or maybe a bit more moderate, uh, and one of them was a guy named Wayne Friday, who people may know. He recently passed too uh, last year, and uh, I think long-time that what, political writer for the BAR. Yes, and actually a, a, a supporter eventually of Dianne Feinstein, but the irony is that um, uh, Friday was, you know, like all of us, was very, very traumatized by these murders, especially of milk, and um, the a mayor's race came up, and of course, who are the two candidates? They were Dianne Feinstein and Quentin Kopp, and, you know, after the... Um, impact of Harvey Milk and the type of politics he practiced and all like that. That was very disappointing, even to Wayne at the time. And he wrote this article and he said, you know, is that all we have? Or are these two people? Uh, what the heck is that about? I, I, I hope someone jumps in and runs. Well, David Scott took him up on it and he entered the race and it became a crucial uh, a, a crucial element in this race for mayor between Quentin Cop and and uh, Diane Feinstein, and I know a lot of people uh, oh, always remark on my uh, observation. You know, who's your favorite Menendez brother? But it's very appropriate in this race. And uh, you know, Quentin Cop was known as n- not the greatest liberal in the world. Let's put it that way. And Diane is Miss Proper, and you know, it, it really did seem like a void. Uh, uh, it was like same old, same old. And so this race, um, you know, took on a life of its own. And, uh, you know, David uh, Scott went to the debates and he debated well. uh, And um, uh, it gave rise to a very iconic um, uh, campaign piece. And it was called Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And it had Diane and Quentin Cop looking at each other like they were from, and, and as Tweedledee and Tweedledum from um, uh, the, uh, the Alice in Wonderland. Of course, the irony is with Diane is you know she's very she doesn't have the greatest sense of humor and uh, et cetera. And of course, she she didn't like that kind of being parodied. But yet, the woman invites parody. And if you remember, another iconic campaign piece was Sister Boom Boom surrendered yep. surrender, surrender Diane. Diane. And so there, there you go. You can see Diane getting all flummoxed. Oh, and uh, because of his presence in the race, neither of them—I think it's ninety seventy-nine—neither of them got a majority. A, a majority, and so all of a sudden, uh, David uh, uh, um, Scott 
became the new hot property. And Diane Feinstein actually went to his house. Wow. Uh, and he had a list of demands, uh, mostly around gay stuff. Uh, and uh, he then uh, she agreed, and he then endorsed her. Now, now, a uh, Quentin Cobb also had other baggage. Uh, he said uh, to the Harvey Milk Club at the time, um, uh, in relationship to uh, uh, Phil and Dale, uh, Phyllis Lyon and 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 Dale Martin. Um, oh, uh, 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 tolerance maybe, but acceptance never. Yeah. Well, you know, that did not, that did not, not fly at the fuzzy. And of course, Diane went, oh, well, yeah. so uh, <laughs> Diane won, and her whole career could have been over, it, and we could have had Clinton Cop as mayor, which would have been dreadful. Uh, but he wouldn't have gone but, on to the U.S. Senate. And, no, yeah. so, um, and David Scott, without that entry into the race, um, you know, who knows, history could have been greatly changed. Uh, and uh, an irony is um, the the Chronicle knows about him. I think through Marshall Kildoff and our our mutual friend Randy Alfred, who who maintained his uh, relationship with David Scott over the years. Uh, uh, they're being iffy about doing an obituary about David Scott, even though it was such an Im- impactful watershed in a way. Absolutely, and under Changed the radar, and under yeah. the radar too. So um, uh, I, I, the BAR is definitely going to do um, uh, an obit, and maybe we'll hear more. But little-known facts, unsung here, not below the radar. Uh, because let's remember, amazing, and and no no Harry Britt either, because because yeah. Feinstein did appoint. He appoint, yeah, appointed, Feinstein appointed yeah, Harry Britt. Maybe that was one of the demands, by the way. You know that it would be somebody gay and progressive. It it um, it's interesting because before that time before the assassinations when Diane became mayor she'd given up on politics she'd said that that was her last run she was never she was going to get out of politics and then mm-hmm. she suddenly became mayor and then ran in 1979 and uh, and got the support of David and and that was that yeah i yeah. remember um, history uh, we were at we were all at a, a funeral for an officer a police officer who had been shot on duty as i remember and uh, we're in St Mary's Cathedral um, a sea of blue and Catholics and Diane Feinstein and Kamala Harris was the DA and Kamala Harris had come out at that time very strongly against the death penalty and Diane's always loved the death penalty. Yep. She is the death penalty in many ways. <laughs> and she, actually, she she made a boo-boo but she did it. She stood up and she basically trashed Kamala Harris for not seeking the death yeah, penalty for the killer. Yeah, maybe she didn't say her yeah. name, but everybody knew what she was talking about. And, you know, Kamala Harris is sitting there, you know, right next to me. Kind of like, Already like, getting a lot of crap from the cops yeah, over this. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so now she's a senator, and then here we are, and she's she's doing the turkey trot with Rand Paul. I, I don't want to go there. I, we can talk about Kamala another time. But uh, anyway, it, it's intriguing. I always tell young people, well, you know, uh, well, I don't know what's going to happen or this. And I said, you know, you never know what's going to happen. If this is what you want, just keep pursuing it because you never know. Look at Diane right. said, Where did that come from? You know? Yep. You, you so, never know. No. Yeah, well, that's good. Thanks for um, reminding everybody about that. It's a, a really important but commonly, I mean, overlooked. The Chronicle hasn't said anything. No, not yeah. yet. And, 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 and perhaps, well, anyway... Um, and w- I'd like to talk about John Diaz another time. And uh, yes, you know, I know I want to uh, uh, not be, have uh, 
the white glove treatment for that guy either. But so, and then, all right, well, now, uh, housing, housing, housing. Oh, and quack, quack, quack. Yes. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, oh yes, Mr. Wiener Wiener. We're a bunch of quacks. Well, you know yep. what? You should come out of the closet, Mr. Wiener, as a Republican, because if you look like a duck and act like a duck, you quack. are a Republican. Quack, your housing policy is totally divorced from what San Francisco has been on, on a very rocky trajectory for. And then identifying with these... Uh, with the Yimbies. Yimby. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a Fimby. I'm a faggot in the... In the I, I can't. They're so entitled, and they're so clueless, and yet they're so righteous. And they they like to pick on Tim Redman. They, they do. And, That's okay. They and I pick think on that me. means you're doing the right thing. Uh, but 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 Scott Scott goes to their conference, and at their conference, of course, they love him. And at their conference, he literally talks about the quacks who think that building more market rate housing won't bring housing prices down. Well, well, that you know who he's talking about. Well, of he's course. talking about me. Yeah, quite a few people. But. <laughs> quite a few of us, but I'm I'm one of the so quack um and, and he's endorsed uh, uh, Sonia, whatever Trouse. Sonia Trous, who's yeah. running for supervisor, he's endorsed her. But interestingly, has not endorsed Mark Leno. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll but see what happens with that. That's a different race. Fellas, that's a different race. Yeah. But, you know, the Yimbies, they have their conference and they spent a lot of their time Really, I mean, some of their time was talking about policy, which is fine, but then they spent a lot of time kind of insulting people. Well, the thing that pisses me off about them is they think they have the right to interfere with free speech. So they're, you know, trying to say different things about different venues, and then at the uh, Yimby, Mimby, Fimby, Bimbo uh, conference, they uh, wouldn't allow the press to ask questions and all that, and I wanted to say, well, Sean Spicer lives. Maybe he should go to work for them. You know, because Well, he's out of a a job. He's out of a job. You know, know, it's ridiculous. Uh, it, it's not healthy, uh, and at the same time, it's it's somewhat scary mm-hmm. because you know uh, District Six and now it turns out to be one of the wealthiest. That's uh, right. Um, although you know, there's quite a few people below the poverty level, as we know. It's actually uh, probably the least economically it's, it's diverse real I mean, estate. It's, my it's, money, right? It, it's it's yeah. probably has the least um, economic equality of any district in the city. There's more poor people and more rich people. Well, in D6. And it was yeah. all projected. You know, years ago when I taught school, um, there was no District 6, but there was South of Market. And there were uh, lots of the uh, uh, kids I taught, the, the kids from poorer families, lived on those little alley streets mm-hmm. uh, in and around Soma. Uh, and that's kind of what people knew about Soma in those days. But it was in the in the real estate crystal ball. People were thinking, you know, oh, well, uh, it's going to there's of course. B- there'll be gold in them near hills and of course that of course thing. Yeah. yeah I mean that was where a lot of the city I mean there was an entire San Francisco printing industry that was south of the market it's That's all right. gone now yeah it's all gone and a lot of yeah. um, um, uh, mixed use right yep. and uh, auto repair uh, so uh, it looks like it's going to be a bellwether district yeah I, I might, that would yeah. be my guess so well anyway quack quack <laughs> <laughs> put it on my bill <laughs> <laughs> Only you would laugh at that. <laughs> well, I'll tell Scott that next time. Well, I put, put it on, on my bill. Put it on my bill. Quack. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so now his uh, his uh, successor in District Eight, um, Jeff Sheehy, has, up. has chop, this chop, chop. Yeah, has this piece of legislation that would make it illegal to have more than like three bicycles or like five bicycle parts if you're homeless. Do they still do girls' bikes in bed? You can tell them. 
You know, I they think, had girls' bikes and boys' bikes. Do they, they still they, do for that? little kids, they or do. Do they chop it differently? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's mostly for little kids. I don't the know. The adult bikes, and you know, this is, I understand this is a problem. Bicycle theft is a problem. But to say that, I mean, I'm, I was thinking, I, and I. Well, it's, it's a, we need a solution, but their solution is always to go after. Is to go after those, poor the people. More disenfranchised. And, and, and it's not giving anybody a pass for stealing. No, and. But that's how they're presenting it. And you got to go in, you, you, they take, the cops can take your bike away. And then you have to go in and prove it's yours. Well, wait a minute, Tom. Well, wait. He, he, I have a bicycle. Yeah. I couldn't prove it's mine. So what? Why? It's, it's oh, not, because you don't have your. It's not reg- on it? Nobody registers their bike. Any, uh, any, any, so how would and how would a homeless person ever prove the bicycle was theirs? Yeah. So they'll just lose it. And meantime, my name is Schwinn. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Fixie. Yeah. So, but other than that, how can you? So. You know, and I, I looked down in my basement, Tom, and I realized I am running a Jeff Sheehy chop shop in my basement because <laughs> I have more than five bicycles and I got bicycle parts strewn all over the place. Yeah, and half any, the uh, projects. Any bodies down there? No, but I got a lot of bicycles strewn yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, so that got continued this week. It's it's going to come back. Yeah, what do you it, think that means? Now, are they responding think, to pressure? I think he didn't have the six votes. So he's working on some Well, amendments. they're not loyal to anybody, these people. Yeah. So, you know. Um, well, that's interesting. Well, I understand, too. He's going to do this, uh, uh, you know, tricycle chop shop and take, take tricycles take tri- away, away from, from kids. little kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Mommy, the next step. daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So we, it's uh, to be determined. It's to be determined. I think it's going to come up again this Tuesday. Speaking of chicken shit. I mean, um, uh, speaking of the Board of Supervisors. <laughs> what's up, Malia? You know, and, and Safai, again, proving uh, 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 how unfit... Uh, they are for office, uh, so uh, they they pulled a, a negative hail mary, a reverse hail mary at the meeting. Yeah, uh, in in regard at the last minute. So, all right, and th- that is, it is chicken shit it when is. you do that. Yeah, particularly after the meeting was the um, President London Breed was already adjourning the meeting in President memory. Breed. She was adjourning the meeting in memory of people who had died, and 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 Malia jumps up <laughs> and says, "Wait, wait, wait! I was yeah, wasn't to, even done sophisticated. I was supposed. I to. was supposed to." Send this bill to committee. Well, what did she want to send to committee? A measure putting the board of supervisors on record Again. opposing a state bill that would make it harder for citizen initiatives to stop development. And is this the fifty-five percent one? Yeah, this is the fifty-five. It yeah. would raise the threshold. Is this the Ting and Chu support this one? Uh, I think they both did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Scott Weiner did, and and um, so and but we're trying to. Well, they might not have Ting and Chu might not have voted because it's in the assembly now. I think so. All but right. anyway, we're trying to. Well, the reason I ask is the thing you too did support another bill that will that is very bad for local control. Yes, and uh, and uh, you know in deference. Ting did get $10 million, and we'll talk about that in a minute, too, uh, for a navigation center. But, this but is a- connect the dots, Phil. Why are you supporting this other bill that limits... Um, anyway, be, uh, these people need to be accountable, just yeah, like I had to be accountable. And, and you know, the, the thing is, this is a anti-democratic bill. Whatever you think about development... The one that yeah. she wanted to send yeah. the resolution. So, and, and, you know, Tom, you were on the board for how many years? A long time. 14 years. 14 years. And Too long just for some people. How many of these resolutions do you say? Come up to the board meeting, resolution without a committee, we're going to put the city on record being against Dick Cheney, we're going to put the city on record doing this, and everybody just says yes, right? Well, uh, Leland Yee had one that supporting Elaine Chow. You know her? Mrs. Oh, yeah. Mitch McConnell. Well, and and yeah, no, but generally speaking, these things, and and so she did that to delay the supervisors from taking a stand on this until it's shit. too late. It yeah. is chicken shit. It has yeah. nothing to do with governance. It has nothing to do with discussion. Um, and what does it all prove in the end anyway? Yeah. You know, what a waste of time. Um, and again, 
you know, if you're running for an office that probably won't exist, I can't say this. <laughs> I don't know what it what it really really says about you, but uh, not, not a lot. So you know, um, and again, and what's up with our police chief? You know, uh, he comes in, okay, fine, fine, uh, it looks good, and he admits that he is for tasers, and you know, which we are not. And then we had the um, uh, again, uh, a Safai instigated uh, unnecessary battle over Petra. Uh, you know, who who has been very clear about not being supportive of tasers. So, all right, he cut him a little slack. And now he's in this tete-a-tete uh, uh, -tete with the sex workers uh, about, you know, persecution of uh, the prosecution and persecution, persecution. Uh, of, uh, of of police who, you know, um, intim intimidate the sex worker or, or, uh, or have abusive sex with them, you know. Uh, and uh, so, you know, what's up with that again? Yeah. So that's that's right, too. That's right. And yeah, I yeah. mean, we'll say we, you know, um, we haven't had as many shootings. The cops haven't been shooting as Thank much. So that's God. good. And I, you know, that's good. That. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But um, now the, the, the jury is still very much out on him. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you heard those um, uh, advertisements on uh, CBS from the police union? Oh yeah, 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 I know. yeah. I don't know why well, any why why does anyone take the police union seriously well, anymore? I don't know. Why they, would they, anyone they, want they that endorsement? No, oh, yeah, that's a good question. Well, didn't uh, Safai get it? Well, no, he did. They, she, he not, get it? Not officially because Safai didn't. He knew that that would hurt him. Yeah, but they all they of course supported him. Yeah, well, yeah. They, oh, they're trying to be uh, sneaky about it. And meanwhile, yeah. so. Cannabis. Speaking of Asha Safai. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, another so, monkey wrench. From so a monkey. All right. We all know, <clears throat> um, thanks in part to you, Tom, and your many efforts over the years. We finally, the state has finally legalized adult use, and that's going to start in January. We all know it's a Michigas. It's a, everybody uh, knows that. Uh, everybody, but we all know it's going to be kind of a mess because where's it going to be sold, and what are the local rules going to be? We all know that that's. But in the meantime, Asha Safai has decided that he doesn't want any more medical cannabis outlets in his district, just his district. Yeah. No more than three in District 11. So he's got a special piece of legislation only for his district that says no more medical cannabis. It might gum up the whole works then. Well, if, no. If so then what happens is it gets to the planning department, and the planning department at the commission meeting this week says, whoa, wait a minute. Why don't we do that for the whole city? I know. And, uh, you know, maybe that was a well-intended, let's put the brakes on yeah. kind of thing. But it, um, unfortunately, in the context that it happened, um, it, it's it's not the most welcome no, particularly recommendation since, all right, uh, so, so from the Sandy Fewer, people who have been fighting for marijuana for a long time. Yeah. And Sandy Fewer, to her credit, at the board meeting when they're talking about creating a Department of Cannabis, by the way, which everyone's going to be in favor of, but by the way... You know, well, you not still, this particular group in District 11. Right. But, you know, the, the, the whole idea of San Francisco creating an office too. of cannabis is not that radical. No longer. No longer. So, but there's like <clears> 100 <throat> TV cameras there. And I asked all the TV people, what are you here for? Cannabis. Marijuana. It's so but, typical of the Chronicle and KRON and, and, and the TV. Anyway, and this anyway, corporate coverage of things that. But th that aside, okay. So we're creating a department of cannabis, and Sandy Fewer, to her immense credit, says, "You know what? I'm a little worried about this because I want to make sure that there's equity in the industry. I want to be sure that some of this wealth, and there's going to be a lot of wealth created by this very new industry. entrepreneurial." She said, "I want to be sure some of that wealth goes to communities who've been affected by the war on drugs, goes to communities that may have very had trouble, smart. right?" And, very smart. And she's talking about. And she said, and I don't have data on this, but what she indicated at the board meeting is that the current ownership of medical cannabis dispensaries in San Francisco is not that. That it's mostly white and that it's not, you know, well, yeah, they smelled it out before. The right. guy the guy from Harborside when I was in Sacramento never dealt with me, Steve Angelo. Yep. He dealt with guess who? 
Willie fucking Brown and paid him good money to try to get big lobbying around marijuana. But it, in my mind, it had nothing to do uh, with patient rights or our whole effort around medical marijuana that, you know, in fairness, uh, Obama gave a double message about that. Yep. And, you know, through Holder at first leave medical marijuana dispensaries alone in states that have okayed them and then in the middle he changed yep. yeah he changed horses and we had and that, that horrible that, u.s attorney yeah uh haggerty no not haggerty hey hager whatever uh, her melinda malulu so but anyway going, going back to sandy's point if you put the brakes on and say no more medical marijuana um outlets until we figure this all out that means that we're not going to have opportunities for a more diverse mix of ownership no so look at oakland they've they've been messing with that and they have but at least oakland is talking about at least oakland is saying in their own oakland way and the city council in oakland you think the board of supervisors is is tricky yeah she's really out Um, there but but nevertheless at least they're talking about it and saying okay we should make sure that some of the licenses go to communities that have been negatively impacted by the war on drugs and that we have diversity of ownership i think it's brilliant it is and so but how do we do that in san francisco if we've just said no more yeah well Obviously, Safai doesn't uh, connect any kind of dots. You no, know. he just doesn't want any more. No, it's district. all maritime and and developing land that uh, that used to be open space, right? Doesn't he? Didn't he yeah, want to he build a back family mansion? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think even that was too much. And uh, I wonder how many parking spaces it would have. Oh my God! Not <laughs> enough for him. Not enough. Not, and where where can I park my broom? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, okay. Oh, so um, I, I guess again with the board of soups. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, first of all, I think Hillary Ronan should be mayor and now, because I'm not going to live long enough. to. I, she needs to be mayor. But uh, brilliant uh, looking at the budget and saying in these districts, uh, you know, nine and uh, I think it was six. And, then, you know, the resources that are needed around public safety uh, are much deeper and uh, than, say, in, in District 2. Or, and that's, you know, and believe me, the budgets are living documents. You know, they're, uh, it's not just numbers. It's also meeting needs and, and, and priorities. Uh, and I like what she's saying. And uh, hopefully she'll have some support from the other supervisors because that's really how to make these things happen. And the big criticism of district elections in the beginning, and now everyone seems to be fine with it, you know, was, oh, it'll balkanize the city. Uh, no, because what it really does, it shows people where they have things in common yep. and need to work for it. Uh, and so in that context, what, what, what Ronan is suggesting isn't balkanizing. It's really, uh, it, it's, it's about equity, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and no false equivalency. Uh, you know, you can't give me this amount of money uh, in District 2 and then me the same amount of money in District 9 and think the same thing's going to happen. There's much more homelessness. There's much, uh, I would imagine there's more immigrant population, mm-hmm. a whole host of things. Uh, uh, and so I'm hoping this approach will eventually stick. Uh, because I think it really was very insightful. Well, and the other thing that she did that was very successful is I remember what was only like a, a couple of months ago that Hillary Ronan and Jeff Kaczynski, I'll give him credit, were yeah, going, yeah. they're going to all these hearings in the mission and all these neighbors, wealthier neighbors, are standing up and saying, you can't have a navigation center here. No homeless people in this district. Clear them all out. It's just going to be problems and crime and needles and drugs and all this. And she... And Jeff stood their ground and said, no, we are going to build a navigation center in the mission. And guess what? 
now all those neighbors are coming out and saying, this is great. Well, it's better. It's, it's better de it's because better. there's a place inside for people who are sleeping in tents to go. And by the way, there's city staff there, there's security, there's like paths out of drug abuse. I mean, it's like, it's a way of actually addressing the problem instead of just complaining about by it. By running away from it. By running away from it. Or just by saying, oh, let's get the cops and public works and come and clean everything out. And now actually a, a lot of the people who are critical and saying they didn't want this now said, hey, it's right. It works. I'm, I'm happy. And, uh, and, and now we need that model in some other districts in the city where some supervisors Every have, district said, in the city. have said, I don't want this here. Well, and the perspective has to be that this is a, a very important uh, step, but it's not the whole thing. But, you know, a, a healthier, more realistic attitude that this demonstrates, uh, then, you know, then I feel somewhat enthusiastic. But, you know, Ronan, again, needs friends on the board, and it doesn't have to be personal friends, but they have to understand that uh, you just can't leave somebody hanging out there and take care of your own, and there's no, there, then there's never a solution. You know, but some of these supervisors, you know, are very, very uh, parochial in their, um, and ambitious and opportunistic, and uh, they miss the forest for the trees. Yep. You know, they don't, they don't have that kind of depth or vision, and uh, they certainly don't have much leadership there. So you go, Hillary and Sandra, and a few other of you who are doing well, and hopefully we'll get some uh, better supervisors in the next uh, in the next round of elections. Better meaning more in touch, you know, yeah. not, not so swayed by real estate and business, and that doesn't mean that we ignore them, but that they're part of it, not the whole thing. Right, exactly. Ron That's Con what's so funny, you Ron know, Conway. Um, in, in one of her rants against me, the uh, Yimby woman, Sonia Trouse. Yimby women! She yeah. says to me, <clears throat> she, she says, well... Your ideas about housing are no good because we've gone your way for 30 years and look what it's uh, gotten us. And I'm laughing. It's like, Tom, am I really that powerful? Yes. Am yes, I that important? Yeah. Does, do, have I been controlling city housing policy for 30 years? Well, you know, their policy on, on freedom of the press and freedom of speech really yeah. d demonstrates that, yes, to them, you are powerful because any voice is threatening. And, I guess. Like, and then they want to personalize it, too. Uh, you notice that. They go yeah, right no. for the juggler But here. imagine, Tom, if you and me had been setting housing policy in the city for the past 30 years. There wouldn't be a Twitter tax break. There wouldn't be all of these high-end no, condos. And there'd, there'd, be be and there'd be density. There'd be density. Of course there'd of course be density. There'd, because yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. But my new thing is, yes on affordable housing, and in fact, yes on affordable housing in my backyard. Sure. Yeah. That's yes on affordable housing in my backyard. That's our Yimby. All right. Our Yah like Yimby. That. Yeah. yeah. Yes. On, oh yeah, I heard about Yah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yes on affordable housing. Nobody's. You know, the the housing folks that uh, that, that think the Yimbys are wrong. We're not against density. We're not against housing. We just don't want it to all be housing for millionaires. How come th those people can be dense? <laughs> <laughs> And I, I told Sonia, look, nothing against you personally. I just am convinced that your approach will not work. And there is no evidence that it ever will work to just bring more and more rich people into San Francisco and hope it trickles down. I mean, the market, Tom, is working really well for health care, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. let's let's take that same model yeah, and apply to housing, right? Idol. Yeah, yeah. No, there, there's such a sense of entitlement. There's no class analysis. Right. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a struggle. Where, yeah. You know, and uh, unfortunately, you know, people like to see things in black and white, uh, especially this woman. Didn't she make a reference to black lands? Yeah, she did in a tweet. She said, shit. in a tweet, she said that gentrification is a way of restoring value to black owned land. Uh, duh. What? Hello? Could you run that by me again? Well, particularly in a city that is being heavily gentrified where we have and lost black, black population populations. overwhelmingly yeah. since the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it's going to be an interesting supervisor's race. There there was um, uh, 
a, uh, a significant uh, landmark that we just passed, and, uh, and that is uh, around HIV-AIDS. I think for the first time uh, ever, uh, the numbers of cases have diminished. Um, in the United States? States and, but more than that, there are more people than ever are on medication for uh, HIV more than ever, ever, ever before, uh, you know. And to me, that 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 really says something. You know, I mean, there's still issues uh, in other parts of the world and in certain parts of the country right now. But uh, you know, when I remember the beginning days and uh, the uh, innumerable deaths that happened almost every day, um, uh, it's 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 quite poignant. Um, let's see where we go with with HIV prevention. Uh, in the next, but that is a huge couple, that is a huge milestone. Yeah, and I don't want anything cosmetic like you know. I want, I mean, I want the real stuff happening, you know. Uh, but uh, I think San Francisco played a very uh, strenuous part in that. Of course, I think we can be we can be proud of them for that. So yes. Well, we've come to nearly the end of our half hour. It's too bad we don't have a call in line, Tom. We could have you know people calling. I'm not God sure. Knows, God knows who we uh, get. Yeah, I know who we get right away. <laughs> Yeah, well, maybe maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I've got to go oh. chop my bike right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, uh, see about some medical marijuana dispensaries. All right. Um, yeah. Oh, and, and uh, the DA, uh, after flirting with the idea of maybe prosecuting the cops around a meal car, has decided that he's not going to win back. He's no, not, no, he's he's not prosecuting him. a single cop around misconduct. No, well, he yep. was a police chief. He was a police know, chief. So. Yep. Well, thank you for listening to The Tom and Tim Show. Um, we will be back next week. Right. Maybe the Giants will do good. Maybe the Giants will do good. Yeah. We were talking, I was at a meeting the other day, and somebody said, oh, you know, this guy who works here is moving to Sacramento, but he kind of likes Sacramento because, you know, he kind of likes their minor league baseball team. And, and I said, wait, don't wait. we have one of those in San Francisco? Yeah, we do. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, burn. All right. We'll All talk right. to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>